You're listening to A Sunday Kind of Love, a podcast best listened to on a cozy Sunday afternoon, curated with love and deep intention, sessions to expand and pull you closer to who you are and what you deeply crave. It's time to live a life that is meaningful, full of purpose, and feels just right. It's up to us. It's up to us. to just bring us into presence. So maybe prepare your space, get cozy for the remainder of the episode, and then you'll be right at home for the meditation at the end. So a cozy environment for listening may be your yoga mat with a throw blanket, laying back on a bolster, maybe you're in your bed, maybe you're on the beach with your towel, feeling the sunshine on you, maybe you're out on a summer day in the grass, maybe you're laying in the grass on a picnic blanket, just wherever you can be, try to be uninterrupted and just give yourself this time and space. And of course, if you have some relaxing oils to use, now would be a great time to rub them onto your skin. And take a nice inhale to relax in. So I have a question for you today. Do you ever feel like there's just not enough time? Do you feel that the day is just flying? The weeks are flying? Do you ever feel frozen in indecision? Decision fatigue is what I call it. I get that way too. Some days you have a full day off and it's just, there's so much hope of what may happen that day that I get caught up in what should I pick to do? Should I go hiking? Should I relax? Should I work on my business? Should I relax in the hammock? Um, Maybe I should clean my house. Maybe I should go visit someone I love. There's just so many choices, and that's actually a really good thing. But if you spend the day thinking, oh, maybe I should be doing this instead of that, that is very, very draining. So I've really found that when I find myself in that, 
decision fatigue of just wondering what I should be doing and hopping back and forth and not fully committing. I found that committing is the best thing that I can do to decide to something and remove the guilt around it. This is what I'm doing and that's that. So I need that in my life and maybe you do too. I also think that in our lives, we overschedule. I think that we are constantly striving. Most of us are. We're always kind of searching for the next thing, the thing that will make us happy. You know, we are overthinking. We are maybe packing our days with things that really, when the day is over, maybe it took us away from the things that actually really do matter to us. So it's really good to notice that it is the simple things that really are the big and meaningful things. Things like your heart beating. Like literally put your hand on your heart right now and feel it beating. What a blessing. You are here. You are here right now. And there's a lot to be thankful for. And there's a lot going on, a lot of life happening and going on that is just so beautiful and unfolding around you. So I really love this poem by Mary Oliver. It's actually, I would say it is my favorite poem. I love it so much. And in a poem, when you read it, like my interpretation may be totally different than yours. And it may even be totally different than the artist who created it, the poet that created it. I love um, that about lyrics, about poetry, about any art really, is there is always a message from the person who created it. But those same words can be really, really felt and experienced by other people in a way that fits their life at the time. And this quote by Mary Oliver, uh, I read it this morning as I was putting my notes together for today's show when I was sitting outside. It was such a windy morning. It was so perfect. And I just was like, okay, this poem basically encapsulates everything that I'm trying to say. So let's read it. Shut your eyes for this, feel the words, feel the beauty in it. And then after I read the poem, I'm just going to highlight a few of the parts that really I wanted to unpack today that will make you understand where I'm coming from with this Mary Oliver poem and this message of presence and focusing on what truly matters. Wild Geese by Mary Oliver You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. 
tell me about your despair. Yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes. Over the prairies, the deep trees, the mountains, and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination. Calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting. Over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. So beautiful. And I see so many metaphors and lessons in these words. I find so much comfort in this Mary Oliver poem. I used to really resonate with the whole, you do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. To me, that is about, my interpretation is about that you do not have to be behaved. You can be untamed. Just let yourself be you. Let your, the soft animal of your body loves what it's loved. That really resonates to me. But today I really want to uh, talk about the meanwhile the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies, the deep trees, the mountains, and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. To me, that's really... That is the stuff of life. That's the stuff of presence. There's so much happening that if we chose to notice it, we would just feel time standing still. We would be so present and full of life, feeling alive, not feeling square-eyed from our computer screens and our cell phones, not feeling like we're always striving and searching. If only we could turn all of that off for even, you know, a half hour a day. There's so much happening. And she says, whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination. Calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting. Over and over. So, It doesn't matter how low you are. You look up to the sky and you will see beauty. Like It doesn't matter how in your head you are. If you can just surrender to the present moment by really witnessing just how gorgeous this life is. Even despite 
all of the news, even despite the economy, everything, there is still so much peace, so much peace. And it's all there for you every day. It's there. So my suggestion is to head outside and notice what you notice. Let yourself be, literally just be. And do it guilt-free. Commit to a half hour of cloud watching. It's a great pastime. In the cloud watching, you'll probably notice a goose flying by. Or maybe you'll notice a butterfly. You'll notice shapes in the sky. Your problems may not feel as big. Nature is so healing. And it's always there. It's always there. And it doesn't matter how far we've strayed from our true selves, our true purpose. It doesn't matter how much we've self-sabotaged. It's always there. It's always there to restore us and lift us up again. So cloud watch, you could just look up at the trees above, the branches blowing. You could just spend a half hour of one-on-one, just you and your kid. Or you and your friend, you and your cat, or your dog. That half hour will bring you a connection and a presence. I think the key is, is to, wherever you are, be there. I think that's a quote by somebody. Be there. So, for myself... I am definitely a businesswoman. I have this business, the Goddess Gatherings. I love it with my whole heart. And I'm just brimming with ideas all of the time. As I said in my last uh, session, I'm creating all of these programs and online courses. I'm doing my first ever virtual workshop. I'm flipping my website. I'm doing a lot. I have this podcast. So Many times for me, if I'm not careful, I'm always working. I'm always working. um, And I love my work big time. But, you know, if I'm not careful, I am not fully present in my time when I'm out in the hammock or when I'm just hanging out with people. I'm kind of always feeling like, oh, maybe I should be working on this. I have this deadline or this thing. And no, 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 that's the opposite of what I need to do. So, and I'm sure I'm not a mama, but those of you who are mamas, you might always feel like you have to be doing, you know, a chore for the family or, you know, spending time with your kids and everything. And I'm not saying to cut that out. But what I'm saying, if you can just totally bring your present experience into the present moment, like for me, when I'm not working, let myself surrender to the not working, let myself enjoy filling my cup and not working. So some stay at home mamas I know, um, they have work that they need to do. 
and they also have raising children and they've told me that you know when they're working they feel bad because they're not hanging out with their kids and vice versa if they're hanging out with their kids they feel like they shouldn't be working or they should be working and I was talking to my sister about this and she said time blocking that's a really amazing idea for people is to time block like I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and fully commit to it. And I really loved that when she said that because then we are all in for whatever we're doing. We're totally there. We're all in and we're getting so much more from the experience rather than always just having one foot in and one foot out. So now let's turn to a little reflection question for the week. My first question to you, my listener, is where do you go to find your presence? Where do you go to find your presence? Is it your morning coffee? Those few moments before the kids wake up, just you and your favorite mug, sipping slowly like a ritual before the day begins. Where do you find your presence? Is it a walk around the block? Is it a walk in the trail? Is it checking in with meditation or your journal? Is it grounding your feet on the earth, feeling present that way? How do you find your presence? question for you is what takes you away from presence? Is it the notifications on your cell phone? Is it the high expectations you give to yourself that you feel you never can meet? Is it worrying so much about what others think of you? What takes you away from experiencing presence in your life? you were given 
miraculously. Five extra hours every week. Five extra hours. What would you do with them? If you could do anything that would make you feel present and connected with life, with your spiritual self, what would you do with it? What is a dream day of being present? And have a lot of fun with this one. If you were given an extra five hours a week, so it's like a bonus day, how would you spend that time? No commitments, just you. What would you do? give you a little extra time for this one because it's such a fun topic. Maybe you're writing it out. Maybe you are speaking it out or just thinking about it as you lay on your mat. What would you do to find a little more presence in your life? you so much for participating. I hope these questions um, awakened a little bit of desire for more presence today. And I just love how it's all about perspective. Like there's been times that I've slept in in the morning and I just wake up and I say, oh my goodness, I've wasted my day. I've slept in. Like, I feel guilty about it. And then there's other days where I don't set my alarm clock and I sleep in. And I am just basking in the experience. Grateful for the experience of just being on my cloud bed. Just relaxed and, you know, knowing that I need to sleep in. I've had days where I spend the whole day in bed as an act of self-care. Like, if you have a sick day from work, how good it feels to be able to just lock yourself up in your room and just be, right? If you need to sleep in, you can have so much more of the experience to serve you if you feel non-judgment to yourself and instead feel proud of yourself for sleeping in. Same thing goes for television. Maybe you took a Saturday and all you did was Netflix and chill. You could think, oh, I wasted my time. Or you could think, you know what? I really deserve this and I'm going to make the most of this. I'm going to enjoy it. Maybe I'll fold some laundry while I'm watching. Maybe I'll get some fancy snacks for myself set up for the day because I'm choosing to spend today inside. Being present doesn't always mean doing and striving. 
Sometimes it means just being here now in whatever you need. But I think really with presence, we must find out what really matters to us so that we can make choices that direct our life in that way. And like I said, do things guilt-free. And on the days where we're having trouble deciding, for all of us indecisive people, committing to something and not second-guessing it is very powerful. You feel like going on an adventure? We'll commit to something that will bring you adventure and just do it. Don't second-guess. Well, maybe I should go, to go here. Or maybe I should go there. Focus on the adventure, okay? I'm going to go hiking in Fundy. Done. That's what I'm doing. Let's see if someone can come with me. Nope. Okay, it's still going. Don't wait for other people either. I mean, if other people are available, wonderful. But if you're waiting to live life because of needing someone else to go, try going alone and you'll probably notice the magic you'll experience. I remember I did that once. Tegan and Sarah had come to town. They're a band. They're sisters and they're from BC. They came to Casino NB for a show. I really wanted to go. My friends, they just all had something going on, so they couldn't come with me. And I decided to go anyways. And I tell you, I was never more present than I was at a concert because I was by myself and I was able to really just absorb the music and enjoy it. And I did meet people as well. I think there was even a girl who had bought me a glass of wine. It was actually an amazing experience. I had a great time. And I always remembered that lesson from that. Like, you know, you can still have an amazing experience when you're on your own. So I hope that uh, we found a little bit of presence in this. There's, I think at the end of life, really what matters when you're on your deathbed is your connection with people and your connection to the present moment and your spirituality as well. And that stuff is always here waiting for us to just notice it. So just try to be a little more present and just let yourself take a half hour to just focus on one thing and feel so full by that one thing. There's a person I follow on Instagram, and you may also want to follow her. She's from Moncton as well, and her name is I Am Devita. On her account, she shares a lot about presence, and this morning, she was just talking about what she does at stoplights sometimes. She just puts her hand on her heart and feels her heart beating, and, you know, I thought that was a really nice tip on presence. And lately, she's been putting up a presence tip every day. So if you're into that, I highly encourage you follow her. Her name, again, I am Devita on Instagram. Before we go, I just want to lead us through our beautiful heart-centering meditation. It is by da Danielle Laporte. I am a facilitator of her work. So I love a lot of her things, and especially this this heart-centering practice brings you to your heart, the place of your 
highest vibration, your higher self. I feel it brings you into presence as well. So let's get comfortable and enjoy this. And then don't worry, I'll tell you when it's time to get up. So just let yourself bask in the experience a few minutes of heart centering. And like I said, if you can get comfortable, even better. to relax your whole body. Relaxing your toes, up your body, feeling heavy. Breathing deeply. Relaxing. body becoming lighter from your feet all the way up to your head relaxed gently place your left hand on your chest and then cover your left hand with your right hand Inhale from your heart and say, hello life. Exhale from your heart and say, I'm here. Deeply inhaling one whole breath. steady counts and fully exhaling at the same pace five counts we're going to feel observe what you are feeling in this moment and phrase it as a witness I feel happiness or I'm experiencing sadness just be honest with yourself your feelings float into your awareness and just notice. Compassion. Say something deeply kind and encouraging to yourself. Imagine it being said to you by a great being 
and suggestions. I matter. I'm valued. I am deeply loved. safely held. You are incredibly resilient and incredibly wise. You deserve joy. You deserve peace. Inner peace. And the flow of life is carrying you. you can simply focus on one area of your physical body, such as your hands or your feet or your heart. Be aware of the subtle energy that's there. It's a steady, radiant pulse. Keep breathing through your heart. Next, think of a feeling that you long to feel, something that feels so alive. Some suggestions here may be radiance, beauty, exhilaration, love, peace, happiness. into your heart's awareness. 
and sense that feeling unfolding in your heart with each breath. With each breath, visualize luminous colors of light. Pink. Milky white. Translucent gold. Circulating in your heart center. Picture a feeling that you long to feel unfolding in your heart with each breath. And ask that feeling if it has an image or some guidance to give you. Continue breathing with your heart center. Choose a life-affirming thought and action. Decide on one encouraging thought and one action that reflects that feeling. And breathe that loving direction into your heart. Give thanks, always. Take a few deep breaths. A few more breaths. Feel gratitude for the present moment choice we have and you can now open your eyes I hope you enjoyed that I love that because it focuses on breath it focuses on self-compassion the present moment, the heart, spirit, being direct and deliberate in how we want to feel. I just think it's beautiful. So I hope you enjoyed that too. So that's what I had to say today about presence. And your homework tonight is to head outside and just look up at the stars tonight. Look up at the moon. Check it out. And just really take in that beauty and then tomorrow morning I'd love it if you could just wake up slowly set the alarm a little earlier before anyone gets up just try it enjoy that mug of tea or hot water and lemon or coffee it's becoming sweater weather here in the Maritimes so it's a great opportunity to just start the day off in a grounded, heart-centered way. Before I close, I just want to touch a little bit on what I spoke about last week because I had so many questions roll in. 
Last week, I mentioned that I will be now doing virtual workshops with the goddess gatherings, and I'm super excited about it. Um, It doesn't mean that I'll never go back to the spa and do these gatherings. It's just right now with the time that we're in, I can't do them there. The spa is closed and there's just so many changes in the world. So I need to accommodate that. I need to um, adjust as well as everyone else does. So I have found this beautiful alternative and it's going to be absolutely magical. So if you are interested in coming, I'll just talk a little bit about it here so you can have a bit of an idea. The structure is we will be meeting on, it's the last weekend of September, the Friday. We're just meeting between seven and eight. That will be on a Zoom call. But beyond that, so that'll be like a little bit of intention setting and just a beautiful meet and greet on there. I will have a little session to get you started and then I will have a self-care evening set up for you to do in your own space. So we will be kind of recreating the bliss that you feel at the spa in your own home. So I will have writing prompts for you. I will have a recipe for a bath soak, maybe a facial mask. I just want it to be an evening that you are on your solo retreat. So you will do your writing prompts that night combined with self-care, magical playlists that I'll have sent to you via Spotify, curated by me, and uh, hopefully bed nice and early. And then the next morning at 9am till 4pm will be the other portion of the workshop. So it's Friday evening and Saturday. Saturday will look a lot like We will have meetings on Zoom, so little sessions, but there'll be so many breakaways. I have activities planned for you to do throughout the day. So definitely ideal to have a babysitter if you can. Um, I really want you to commit to this. What you put in is what you'll get out. And I think the most beautiful thing about all of this is it will be, well, there's a few beautiful things. Let me share them with you. The first being, It will be a very restorative and nurturing practice for you. The second being you will find what feelings you need right now to put you in direction with how you want to feel right now. In these times, it's very important to have a direction point of how and what you need. And thirdly, so it'll give you the clarity of what you need. And also I will have... All of these exercises we do throughout the day will be healing exercises that you can take into your own life as well. So just good in every way. I had been not sure if I wanted to do something virtually, but now that I've just designed all of this, I'm like, I couldn't be any more excited. So I hope I painted the picture for you. I hope I answered your questions on will I be doing workshops again in person how will this virtual thing work? And I also was asked, will there be yoga? And yes, there will be guided yin yoga throughout the day. Natalie Faye will be our yoga teacher this time around. So yes, you will experience a lot of beauty in this. Cannot wait to facilitate that. And uh, I look forward to it. So thank you again for listening. And uh, 
I do wish you all of the best for a week of finding presence, cultivating presence, noticing the beauty, the moments all around you. There's so much happening that is so, so, so beautiful. If you'd like to help me grow, you can leave me a rating on whatever platform you're listening to or share it with someone who needs it. And you can find me at thegoddessgatherings.ca. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.